1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
2: T's and C's apply. South Wales authorisation number TP 01005. Well, our next guest is, uh, well, he's a former cat and a former swan playing now for the Eagles who won the premiership last year. And uh, I thought we'd get Daniel Menzel on just to yeah. tell us about what makes his club so great. Uh, spent a lot of time at Geelong. Um, when he played, outstanding play, of course, had those nasty knee injuries. But, uh, Daniel, good evening. How are you?
1: I'm going well, guys. How are you guys going?
2: Yeah, thanks for coming on. It's a, it's going to be a great game, isn't it? Two, two wonderful sides, are unbeaten, both unbeaten for a long while. And you've been part of both those clubs. Um, I do want to ask you, what, what makes them so good? I mean, Geelong have been up for a long while and so too have Sydney. Let's start with the Cats, because you spent most of your years there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped, to be honest, to be able to see both the sides make the grand final and play against each other. And so if we touch on Geelong, um, it's been well-documented, obviously, their success since really 2007 and they've barely missed the final series since then. And I think a big thing with that is, it's obviously, it's a one-club town. They've built a really good culture there. Um, they've got some good people in place. And they've probably had a core network of leaders as well. I mean, Joel Selwood and Tom Hawkins mm-hmm. have come through um, since that time and Joel's obviously, everyone knows how good a leader Joel's been and, and Hawks probably compliments him really well in terms of not as much, um, I guess, front of camera and whatnot. And so when you get a solid group come through like that that are around for a long time, it just it means that the guys are coming in know exactly what the expectations are and, and it does, it
0: filters through the rest of the group. Now, Sydney, what about Sydney? You have obviously had that, that one year there. I, by the way, I reckon there's been a bit of a push from both clubs to to play for the Daniel Menzel Menzel Cup, and, and st- as well as the Premiership Cup, is that right?
1: I'll take it, bloody! I'm not <laughs> sure about that. But, um, well, I probably didn't play enough games at the Swans to qualify for that. But um,
0: <laughs> actually, uh, I mean, funny enough, your strike rate—you kick nearly two goals a game. As you know, sort of a medium-sized forward, I mean, you, you had a great strike rate at Geelong in the, that season. Now you've mentioned about Geelong, okay. You've played with the Buddy Franklins, the Isaac Heenies, John Kennedy. Kennedy. I mean, the list goes on. The Bloods culture, What? Did, how did you sniff it out? What did you find about it? What makes the Swans so competitive all the time?
1: Yeah, I mean, the Swans, it's actually somewhat similar to Geelong in terms of the leadership that comes through. and They started that probably in the early 2000s, um, obviously won the flag in 05 and have built it through that. And so basically when you get there – they talk about that they talk about the expectations, the professionalism um you got to, you can't miss meetings you can't miss mass those times can't miss anything and so it just it, it brings you up to a really high standard and that's something that um I learned straight away when I got there and the other one with that too is their their leaders um are really strong on accountability and whether that be with the playing group or with the coaches and and off field staff as well so I found that at sydney i was I was quite impressed with that that um, if things weren't going well on the field, then all right, let's 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 get to the bottom of it. And it might not be the players, it might be the coaches. And they, they'd call each other out and they'd call, they'd so, call a horse out at times too, which was pretty massive.
2: So is that, you're talking Parker, Rampy, Kennedy, are they the, are you, who who are the leaders there?
1: Yeah, they, they, they're they the ones. I mean, Kieran Jack was still there when I um, came through, um, as well as Jeremy McVay. So that, that sort of stemmed through those guys and been built all the way down. And... Um, yeah, and it does. It just it means that the standards and the expectations, you get straight away pretty high and, and that's something that I've been able to uphold for a long time. Um, Dan rampy's one that I was pretty close with, and he's a great leader. He leads by example, but he's not afraid to say it as it is and, and call people out and um, for the good and for the bad. So I think that's it's really important. And also like what they've really done with the young kids coming through. They got through the academy. Um, I got there and Heaney and Mills are only in the first few years and you can tell they're going to be good players. And, and obviously now Gordon um, has come through. They've got Braden Campbell, a number of other guys that are that stars. Nick Blakey's another one. So they, they've developed players really well. Mm.
0: Actually, you know, it's great you say that, Dan, because one of the things I've always thought is that the best football clubs are no-excuse football clubs. And I can tell you around, there's a lot of clubs that aren't like that. You know, someone will whinge about someone or something, and it's never. it always festers in the background. To actually put it on the table, sort it out, get on with it, and don't sook about it. I reckon they're the best football clubs, and it sounds like both Geelong and Sydney have those have those expectations of everybody at the club.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent, and that's and that's exactly right, buddy. I think it's important that it doesn't matter whether you're the first player on the list, uh, the highest paid player, whether you're player forty five. If, if guys who are at the top are getting away with things, the guys down the bottom can't. Then it doesn't um, it doesn't infiltrate the rest of the group in terms of standards and and what they expect, and that's something that. At both clubs, they uh, they hold really high accountability of each other and it does, at the end of the day, it does make a difference with those standards.
2: Daniel Menzo, our guest. Uh, Daniel, tell us about the two coaches. Chris Scott, amazing to get them back up to the top when most people thought they were on the slide, Geelong, and he, he's reinvigorated the side with, you know, six or seven youngsters as well as the old guys. And, and John Longmire, he just keeps on keeping on him. He's incredible too. Um, They look like they might be hard but fair coaches, I reckon, you know, just be demanding but just, just want you to put in the, the best uh, you can do. How would you describe the two?
1: Yeah, I think um, they're not dissimilar. I think they're both really good tacticians uh, of the game. I think they um, see the game really well. I reckon, um if I was to, I guess, differentiate them, Scott probably, uh, I'd say, maybe even a better planner in terms of the week and what he wants going into a game and then horse maybe during the game is really good at adapting and changing things. So That's probably two of their major strengths, um, which they've brought for a long time. But probably the other thing I've seen a little bit with both of them is, and it took maybe Scotty a little while for this, is Geelong had the same coaching group for maybe six or seven years between 2011 and 2017. And since then, there's been a lot of new coaches come in, a lot of new ideas, and he's sort of adapted to that and and taken it on, and you can see it in their game plan. And the other one I'd say with that is at at Sydney with horse is, um, Horse is a very defensive-minded coach, and so Sydney's always been a really good defensive team. And then someone like a Don Pike comes in who's got that attacking mindset, that ball-moving mindset, and he, he adapts that to the game. And you can see how well they move the ball now as well.
0: Yeah, indeed. Now, just going back to you personally, the Golden Grove boy has joined an illustrious band of people this year. Daniel, with your form at Woodville-West Torrens, I know you're Premiership player last year, but you've you've jagged the Ken Farmer Medal. You're the you're the seventh Eagle player, Woodville or Woodville West Torrens player, to win that medal. It's it's a nice little medal, mate. Uh, where where have you got it at the moment, and uh, what's happening with it?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it is, buddy. It's um it's just sitting at home at the moment. It's sitting actually sitting next to my grand final premiership medal from last year. So I've got it. Uh, I've got it in my room there, and um, yeah, you obviously don't play the game for individual recognition and awards, but it's, it is nice at times. Like last year was the ultimate, we won the premiership and this year was much more of a challenge. We had a lot of younger kids come mm-hmm. through that developed. So in terms of um, being able to perform um, individually, myself was really happy. And the other one was I played every game this year, which is the first time in my 12 or 13 senior year senior career um, that I've actually done that. So that was something that's been, always been a challenge for me and I was really happy to actually get through every game.
0: Yeah, look, there's a great history behind you of all those medals that have won. At four, <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about anybody else that won it at the Woodville Football Club or the West Torrens Football Club of either, because it, there's a board there, isn't there, with all those names on it.
1: Yeah, no, there's plenty. There's plenty that have won it before me that um, that are that are good. It, um, you didn't win one, did you?
0: Oh, He kicked 100 a, goals was in, uh, eight? what, 85, 126? Yeah, 126. 100, 100, 126. Yeah. Oh, Daniel, I didn't bring that up. You did. Thank you for
1: doing that. <laughs> I was going to say, we got to what you wanted me to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. hey, I have yeah. seen your name. I have seen your name as well as a few other guys on that list.
2: Well, if you haven't, he'll make sure you have, oh, Daniel. Don't worry about that. Um terrible. Tyson Stengel, what a story. He plays with the Premiership View guys. Gets another chance. All Australian. Um, he's a clever little player, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he is. Um, we call him the Prez and um, he's unreal what he's done the last couple of seasons. Obviously came back last year in the sample and, and he's one that plays at the level he's at, I believe. He played last year in the sample and dominated some games and the other games you thought, yeah, he's, he's done okay, but just there. and um, You can tell when you're playing on the ground next to him that oh, this guy can play at any level and he will play to the level and he certainly did that in the finals last year for us and then it's been no surprise to me that he's gone into that forward line with the likes of Jeremy Cameron and Tom Hawkins, some absolute guns around yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Possible the start the year. He's going to dominate this season. I probably didn't think all Australian, but I did think he's going to surprise it a lot in the AFL, and he's he's certainly done that. And He's one that doesn't mind the big occasion, so I'm really excited to see what he can do on Saturday.
2: And who's your tip?
1: Uh, it's, it's I'm sort of going back and forth on this a little bit, but I'm just going to go Geelong. I think that... Um, probably experience they've been there before a couple of years ago i think they'll learn from those lessons um they got sydney's got a very young side that has been useful it's been great with energy but uh, i'm going to go with with geelong with the experience
2: great stuff well done in your own year uh, daniel great to and share all your thoughts about sydney and your beloved cats thanks very much
1: no nah, thanks guys thanks for having me on